Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash make your bed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash make your bed. Welcome to the Make Your Damn Bed podcast, a low key, real talk, motivation podcast to play while you make your bed every morning to incorporate healthy routine into your day to day, build momentum, and better your life. morning sunshine welcome to another day of the make your damn bed podcast today i wanted to do a little vocabulary distinction episode because i mix up these words myself and i often do hear them being used interchangeably despite having two very different meanings and when i learned the difference i realized that i was doing it in a way that was not actually healthy so maybe the distinction will help you as much as it helped me so we're talking about the difference between empathy and sympathy which is an especially tough one to delineate between because they both have the same greek roots of pathos meaning feeling or suffering, and they both generally pertain to our way of connecting with someone else's feelings or suffering. The nuance distinguishing sympathy from empathy is minimal, but I think it's really important to understand the difference so that we can avoid feeling misunderstood or misheard, and so we can actually connect with the people we're trying to empathize with. Also, it'll help us from getting burnt out. From my research, the most basic way to delineate between these two is that sympathy means that we get it, we totally understand, and we see it. But empathy means that we're feeling it with them. Sympathy is recognizing and understanding someone else's situation. So you totally get it. Empathy is actually sharing in it. Sympathy typically focuses more on my personal experience of your situation, which usually centers my reaction or response to your emotions, whereas empathy is usually based 
based on me feeling into your situation walking a mile in your shoes, if you will, and being there with you in that experience. Empathy is the vulnerable choice, right? It means sitting in the shit with people. It's asking us to connect with that part of ourself that can connect to that tough feeling that other people are experiencing. And that sucks, but it is helpful in being able to support them in a non-judgmental and authentic way rather than as like guidance counselors. And it gets a little trickier when we remember that compassion exists too. According to Merriam-Webster, compassion is the sympathetic consciousness of others' distress together with a desire to alleviate it. So this is the action that you want to create to fix it. When you're feeling compassion, you're not just feeling alongside people you are actively trying to fix it too. Whereas pity is different because pity is the more reactive feeling of sorrow for someone. Understanding that they don't necessarily deserve this, you actually feel sorry for them. And according to Brene Brown, empathy fuels our connection, whereas sympathy can fuel disconnection. She also says that empathy is not like compassion because it's not about fixing other situation. She says, it's braver to be with someone in their darkness, not to race to to turn on the light so that we feel better. Just the connection alone is healing. If you think about that metaphor she's using, if we turn on the light, it may be too bright for them to adjust quickly anyway, which could be really harsh. We don't want to heal others for them. So to me, there is a fine line between empathy and compassion. And I'm not saying don't be compassionate or kind. Some situations, especially systemic ones, do need fixing and they do need our compassionate responses. But there is a difference when we find ourselves being compassionate towards people and trying to fix situations for people who are just seeking our empathy. Empathy is the vulnerable choice, right? It means sitting in the shit with people. It's asking us to connect with that part of ourself that can connect to that tough feeling that other people are experiencing. And that sucks, but it is helpful in being able to support them in a non-judgmental and authentic way rather than as like guidance counselors in their experience. Teresa Wiseman is a nursing scholar and she came up with four components of empathy from studying people in empathetic industries. The first component of empathy she references is perspective taking. This is recognizing someone else's truth. The second component is staying out of judgment. The third is recognizing emotions emotions in others. And the fourth is communicating it. And after doing all this research on the difference between all of these, I found a psychologist that made it more complicated, but I want to share it with you because it is cool. Psychologist Paul Ekman came up with three distinct types of empathy, which further adds nuance to the difference between empathy, sympathy, pity, and compassion. But here we go. There's cognitive empathy, which is the perspective taking that was referenced by Teresa Wiseman. But this cognitive empathy is our ability to understand and almost predict the feelings and emotions and thoughts of others by imagining ourselves in their situation. This is something that I got really good at because I had a rough childhood with emotionally underdeveloped parents. So, you know, we had to learn how to read people's emotions before they experienced them so that I could protect myself. But there is some positive in this skill in the sense that I can almost manage people's emotions by setting environments up for success. Especially as a teacher, this was something I had to consider when considering all the different types of brains and energies and experiences in my classroom. The second type of empathy that our boy Paul references is emotional empathy. This is really closely related to the cognitive empathy, except we 
we are actually taking on the emotional responses that the person is also feeling. So we are genuinely feeling those feelings as well, or at least something very similar. Basically, it's the ability to share actual emotional responses with other people. The third and final type he referenced is compassionate empathy. So by being able to give yourself the perspective and feelings of this person, we now feel compassionate towards them. This is why I think it makes the definitions a little more complicated, but I also think these are really important things to know. Even if we're not using them in our vocabulary to communicate with other people, we can understand the difference. They are all seemingly only a little bit different, but inherently affect our connections dramatically. They also affect our own mental health dramatically, depending on how we use them and how many boundaries we establish while we're using them. And ultimately, like most boring advice, it's a case-by-case basis that depends on where you're at personally and what relationship you're dealing with and what boundaries you've already set and etc, etc. Especially, it depends on what this person needs. Some people need somebody to commiserate and sometimes I need advice. It's good to ask, do you need a shoulder? Do you need an ear? Do you need a hand? What can I do for you? Either way, I thank you for what you do for me. (laughs) I love you very much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed, cutie. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a day. You can also follow us on Instagram for quotes and content directly from each episode at MYDB Podcast or subscribe to the newsletter on www.makeyourdamnbedpodcast.com. If you can rate and review us on Apple Podcast or just share this with someone you think might get a kick out of it, it can and has made all the difference. So thank you. I've been your host, Julie Merica, and I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 